This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here. F.L. Williams come to you live here on the second Monday, Valentine's Day to everyone. Happy Valentine to you. Pray God bless you all day. So just a good time to be here. We can talk about some things I want to share with you tonight. Uh, the influences of our lives. How we got here. How we got here is based upon the influences in our lives. Uh, this Valentine's Day, Day of Love, I guess we'll call it. Thank you for <clears throat> being a part of us. Hit that share button. If you're watching us, whatever platform you watch us on, uh, hit that share button. We're glad to have you be a part of tonight's discussion as we talk about the influences in our lives. This is how we got here. Where you are tonight, on this Valentine night, and I pray that you've felt love from your loved ones, and family, friends, or whatever. Your significant other, I pray that you have a, had a, a joyous day and evening, so whatever you have planned, all right? So blessed to you. But there, there are four areas that have gotten you to where you are tonight. Matter of fact, these four areas have shaped you. They have given us, and, and, and the children today, are the result of the influence that was on us, how we influence them. So we got here tonight. Where we are at this moment is because of the influences on our lives and what, what we have allowed to influence us in these four areas. And that's the family, the community, your associations, and your spiritual life. All the like thereof. Whichever one you want to, how you want to tell. This is how we got to this point as a people. This is how we got to this point as a people. Either it's your family, the community we're in, your associations, and your spiritual life. That will determine where you are tonight and how you got to this point. And, and, and the significance of that is because it's affecting how we do, how we push the next generation. You know, every generation gains something from the previous one. Every generation gains something from the previous one, be it good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. So where we are tonight is really uh, totally based upon the influence that we've had in our lives. And so uh, we're going to get started now with, with, as you know, we begin every every week with Acts chapter 17. Acts 17 and, and verse 26. We want to do the same thing uh, here tonight. I don't want to get any difference in where we are, but I want you to please, if you don't mind, hit that share button. Uh, tonight, hit that share button and share it with other people. I believe I can get my tablet working here. So we want, we, from one blood, he made all nations men for the throne face of the earth. And as determined before times, the boundaries in the habitation. From one blood, God had made all nations of men for the dwelling face of the earth. And he determined before time the boundaries and the habitation. So God knew where you would be. God knew how you would be there. And he chose the time you'd be here. So no one is before that times. No one is after that time. Everybody's in the right time. So all of us know where we are tonight is based upon uh, God's timing for us. You're not too early. You're not too late. You're in the right place. Really, in the right time. I'm going to read that again. Uh, Acts 17, 26. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth. And hath determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation. <clears throat> Excuse me. So God knew where you would be. God knew uh, how you would get there. And you're not too early. You're not too late. You're right where you are. Now, having said all of that, how do we get to this point? Which is, which is the title 
of this presentation, how we got here. Uh, each Monday night, we come to you at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time to talk about how we got here. The method we got here, what caused us. Are you happy tonight? Ask yourself, am I, am I happy? Am I content? Am I pleased? What about my those generations coming after me? Have I made a way for them to be better than me? Have I set the stage for them to be better than me? What have I done to prepare the next generation for what they have to face, what they got to go through? I'm going to ask you again. Are you happy? Are you content? Are you glad? What is your life is like? Who have been your biggest influencers? Now, we, we can say an individual. Yes, that's come from association. But there are four areas. That's where you, where you are. That's where your children are going to be where they are. Your children, children. Everybody uh, uh, are going to be where they are tonight because of four areas of life. I should call the four influences of life. You can call these the four influences of life. What are they? Family, community, associations, spiritual life, your spiritual walk. That determines, these determine, these are the four influences of your life. You, you can place it and, play, and apply it to anyone, to everyone, to anything. These four areas are determining where you are and where you will become. Your, your, your sphere of influence, four areas that do that, 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 that make this happen. The four areas that make it happen. And, and, and no matter what you're doing in life, and, and now the, the, the most, the ones that have the, 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 the weight, the, the most weight, the one that carries the most weight, it's going to have the most impact. But they're all going to influence you. Would it be your family, how you was raised, the, the rearing of, of, of how you raised your children, uh, how we was raised, weight. The community itself, where we, where were we? How were we? Who were we surrounded by? What community we grew up in? What, what kind of community was it? Those things influenced us. Which one, the, which one was the heaviest weight? Carry the most weight. Your associations. Now, this is what you choose. You choose who you associate with. You choose your 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 uh, people that you would be uh, uh, emulate or they emulate you. You choose that. You choose your groups. You choose your organizations. You do that. And then, you, and then how much weight does it carry? And then finally, your spiritual life. That is totally your call. And what kind of influence they have? I mean, we would always been influenced by spiritual, our spiritual life, spirituality of, of, of our families. Moms and dad raised us uh, in church, raised us in to, to, to fear God and, and to fear God in us. That happened. But each generation, get, each generation, if you go back and look at the studies, are getting further and further away from the spiritual base. And now is that anything goes. There's no absolute rights or wrong. There's no absolute truth. And therefore, we get the consequences. We get the consequences. Why? Because we reap what we sow. We reap what we sow. We are what we repeatedly do. Come on, everybody say it with me. We are what we repeatedly do. One more time. We are what we repeatedly do. That's who we are. That's who we are. So tonight, how we got here? Man, this is this is this is I believe one of the, one of the most important teachings that I've done in, since we've been doing these. How we got here now because uh, these four areas influenced you to the point of making you who you are over the long haul, not short term, over the long haul, and and it it it, it, it affects everything about you. Your every part of your life is affected by these four areas.
your beliefs, your personality, your perception. Yes, your, 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 your behavior, your attitude. All these are affected by these four influences of life. I call them the four influences of life. Family, community, association, and spiritual life. On this Valentine Day. On this day, it's been set aside uh, to show love to your to your family, to your to your significant others or friends or whatever. But the four areas, and, and, and I want to I want to say this again: it is the family, the community you're in, the association you form, and your spiritual life that you chose to walk in. That's going to determine your life. Those are connected to you. There's no getting around it. So let's talk about family. The first influences in your life, whether you make it in, 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 in the beginning, that's the most important one. It carries the most weight. The family does. The family influences you. It helps shapes your opinion about things. It leads you into the community. It leads you to association. It leads you to your spiritual life. So the, the foundation of your influence is your family. Now, we may walk away from that foundation and build upon the community or the association we form or our spiritual life. But in the beginning, it's the family. And so your family looks like what uh, uh, what you have given it and where you came from. What the Bible tells us. Train up a child, family, in the way it should go. Family. When he get old, he will not depart. Family. Do you, do you see that? So so the 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 foundation, if the foundation be shaky, then the building, no matter what you're building on, will be unstable. If the foundation is shaky, then the building you place upon the foundation will become unstable and not dependable. Look at where we are today as, as, as a nation, as a community, as a people. The foundation, family. Now, the Lord told Moses to tell the people, tell children of Israel, that you, that you talk about, you teach you my statutes to your children. When they get up in the morning, teach them. When they when they sit around the way, the, the table, by the way, teach them. As they walk along the way, teach them. When they get ready to go to bed at night, teach them. Why do you teach them? Because it is foundational. When they get old, it will not depart. So if, if we don't teach found, the first influence on any person is family. Now, if the family influence is weak, if the family influence is unstable, if the family uh, influence is unspiritual, then now that's what each child or each gen next generation going to pull from. And this is how we got here, where anything goes, where it doesn't matter, where, where we, we, we have a, a loss of, or a sense of what used to be sacred or holy or acceptable. It doesn't matter anymore. So this is why we can say, you can drive up to hear music blasting out of cars. You drive up to, to, to stores or whatever it is. You hear music saying vulgar things about women, about people, using every kind of profanity-laced words you can think of. And, and, and our kids are bouncing to this, and, and, and there are no consequences of that. And so if the foundation is weak, if the foundation is shaky, if the foundation is unstable, it affects every part of life. It affects how you think. So the first of the four influences is family. Now, how much weight we put on it as we get older? Because you know, when we get when we get grown, quote unquote, when we get grown, now we want to go off on our own path and we don't want to adhere to the teaching that we had. Because sometimes we say that stuff is old timey, old school, 
<coughs> you know, old school. We're not going to raise our kids that way. And, and every generation gets better. Absolutely. We learn better. We learn how to do, we learn how to do things in a better way. We learn how to do things in, a, in, a, in, a, in an easier way, an easier path. But remember now, just because it's easier, don't make it right. Just because it's new, don't mean it's right. But we have to balance that. We have to balance the old school with the new school and make sure that the new school is not anti-old school in that it is not, it's, it's un, it's not right or unspiritual or ungodly. You, you follow me? So, so no, we, we know every generation. I don't do things like my parents did. But, 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 but the foundational teachers of morality, what's right, uh, 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 family love, family respect, respect for yourself, respect for your elders, that can't change. That cannot change. Uh, discipline. No, we may not discipline our kids as, as, as rough as our parents did us, but we don't forget to discipline. What did the Bible tell us? God, he, he, God chases those disciplines, those that he loves. And if we spare the rod, we can become spoiled. You think we got a spoiled generation? Oh, Lord, help us. You think, about it? how did they get their way? They didn't spoil themselves. Come on, this generation didn't get to where they are by themselves. And the generation coming after them, they're going to get their way by themselves. Is that what hand do we play? What role do we play? And the, the influences in our lives, it begins with the family. Train up a child the way it should go. When he get old, he will not depart. Train up a child. Train up a child in the way to go when you get old enough to part. That's what he said. He tell he tell the children, children obey your parents, don't love it. This is right. Honor your father and your mother. Which is the first commandment we promise that it might be well with you. And that thou may live a long time on the earth. A long good life. That you may live a long good life. That's teaching. That's foundation. That's family. You, you learn that you, you, you support family. You learn that you love family. You learn that you respect family. You learn that you, that you uh, help family. You assist family. That's, that, that's foundational. That gets into every sphere of our lives. We, listen to me. We treat other people. Think about this. We treat other people how we have been treated more times than not within the family. Loving family, you have loving personality, loving acts and things. Discipline. Family, you have a disciplined behavior, disciplined life. Undisciplined, oh, it's going to show. Un no love, it's going to show. No respect, it's going to show. I mean, all these things, no teaching, it's going to show. Because family is the first influence. It influences you. It influences who you hang out with. It influences the community you're in. It influences your spiritual life. So every, the, 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 the next three, the first uh, four of the four influences, which is your family, influences the other three like none of the other do. So we have to be sure that that is right. And this is how we got here. Think about how, think about what we see today on the national level. Oh my goodness, look at what we see. Not just the young people, don't get, don't preach on young folks. And again, they didn't get here by themselves. <laughs> they did get here by themselves. The Lord reminded us to train them up. The Lord reminded us to teach, in other words, make them, so when we don't require obedience and respect, we do a disservice to the kids. We do. When we don't require and demand respect and obedience, we are, we are, we are shortchanging our children. Yes, and then if they don't teach it to them, they're short. You see, uh, 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 we've been promised long, good lives by the Father, by the Creator God. We've been promised long, good lives. But if we walk away from that teaching, we are shortchanging our children. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're shortchanging our children. Who's influences who? <laughs> Think about that. 
Think about that. And so, and then when, once we get a good foundation, the word says they will not depart from it. It will not depart from it. So that first fear of influence, that first one, the most important one in the beginning anyway, the who carries the most weight in the beginning is family. Because it, it, because it gives direction to the next three. Then after that, is, is, is after the family, the next of the four influences is the community. The, the community you raised up in. How is it? Who are, the, who are the movers and shakers? Who are the influencers in your community? That's, that's, that's school. That's the town or, 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 or city or county you in. Those, that, that area. What are, them, what are the morals of that community? Now, mind you, 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 you drew from your morality of your family. You drew, you drew from the, the teaching of the family that leads you into the, while you're in the community. That certain thing, growing up, we couldn't, when we grew up, we couldn't go, we couldn't do, we couldn't say. Now, the community itself has its moral base, its moral foundation, the community does. And if whatever community you're in, where you race, uh, the, the north, south, east, and west, doesn't matter. For the, for, for, the, for the geographical location, it's the community you're in and it's standards. What is permissible? What is permissible? What do, what, what do we allow? Because that's determined uh, what the morality of your community would be. How do we interact within the community? What is our moral compass within the community? What is the moral standards? This is how we got here. I mean, if it was wrong a few years ago, what makes it right now? If, if, if there's no things about obscenity, uh, uh, there's nothing that, that about uh, uh, the, the kind of, of language being spoken around the community, behavior, what's over there, what, but, what done there, community outlook, community watch, all those things that affect the community. If there is no morality, if there is no uh, 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 rights or wrong within that community, it's going to influence you. It's going to influence how you raise your family, how you raise your children, how we go and come. If, 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 if everything, if, it good, if it, whatever good goes to you, whatever feels good to you, do it. Then if that's within the shape of the community, even though you've had a good family raising or good family rearing, but that community comes at it, remember now, whoever has the most weight, now it begins with your family. That's the most important weight. That's the most important influence you have because you, you're there, you're there more than you anywhere else. And, and, and again, time spent in, in, in either one of these is going to determine the weight it has. You spend more time with family, you get more of the family values. Spend more time around community things, uh, community events, community happening, community going, the goings and coming to the community, that will have more weight. The time on task. Where's our time? You know, family spent time. That's a reason why they call it family time, not family visit. <laughs> family time because you spending time with family. And when you spend time with an entity, you, you, you draw from it. You lean toward it. You respect it more. You give more attention to it. It has value. It has value. Now, again, so, so the first, first most important influences of the four, remember we're talking about family, community, associations, and your spiritual life. It's your family. That number two is the community you're in. I'm not just talking about uh, uh, the township or the uh, the state or the or, or, or the city. I'm talking about whatever make up that community. What are those communities like? What are they like? This is how we got here. And look at what goes on in our communities. So goes the family. So goes the community. So goes the community. So goes the state. So goes the state. So goes the nation. It is what we have, what we face every day is going to influence us. 
but how we have been influenced holds us together. The, 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 the thing that holds us together when we are bombarded with so many other distractions and, and things that are trying to influence us is what is, is what influenced us in the first place to be who we are. Because you are tonight, my brother and my sister, you are tonight, my brother and sister, uh, what you are because of the influences in your life, how you have been influenced. And those are those four areas I told you about earlier. It's your, your family, the community, the associations you have, and the spiritual life. Now, you had nothing to do with your family. You was, you was put into that family. God determines your family. All right? That's God-given. The community is God determines your boundaries. Right? And your families decide to locate in a certain area, which then influences you. Your schools you attend. Yes, that's all influence you. Uh, the, 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 the things happening within the community, the, 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 the social activities, uh, of community involvement, the community things going on around you, all those going to influence you. And if you are not involved, then you can't get that kind of influence from those things, no matter where you are. Remember now, time, time spent, with an entity, it's going to influence you. And the more time you spend with it, the more weight it has in your life. It, 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 it's, it's, this, it's this simple, like this. If I don't spend any time with it, it can't influence me. If I don't give it credence, if I don't give it importance, if I don't give it value, it won't influence me. If I don't place no importance on it at all, it will not influence me. But if I spend time with it, if I spend time gathered there, if I spend time uh, talking with it, if I spend time sharing with it, it's going to influence me. And that's what the community does. Where, where are you tonight? What do we hang out? I mean, literally hang out. Workplace, influence. Schools, influence. Organizations, influence. The happiness in the community, influence. All those things influence us. But, but, but how much it influences us, it goes back to the first one, which is family. This is how we got here. This is how we got here. Uh, uh, again, what, what, what is Solomon in his wisdom? Why is this man led to Christ ever walked the earth according to the word of God? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge God. He'll direct your path. That's the word, right? That's the word. Now, where do we learn that influence first at? At the family. At home. What I, I, My mother used to tell us all, I hear her say all the time, charity begins at home and spread abroad. And she made that applicable to everything. She said, if you learn it here, you do it out there. She said, if you learn it at home, you'll do it out there. If you don't learn it at home, then you, you can't do it out there. Because if you don't know it at home, you don't know it there. Unless somebody taught you that. She would tell us all the time, charity. I had no clue what she was talking about at the time. I had no clue what my mother meant. Now I do. But she was saying, charity begins at home. Whatever you do at home, it spreads abroad. Because you take that's what you learn. That's what you learn. That's what you learn. All right? Now, so that's community. Family community. Number three. Now, this one. Now, you had nothing to do with, number one, your family. You had uh, not a whole lot to do with uh, the community until you became grown yourself to those who are, are mature, got families of your own, you, where, you, where you decided to, to reside at and where that community you, 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 you're raising your family in. You decided that was your decision. But this next one, number three, is all you. That's all you. You decide, be it good, bad, or ugly. Number three, sphere of influence is your associations. Who you decided to be a part of? Who did you join? What group you joined? What association you joined? What organization you become a part of? What 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 people you make? You, what is your inner circle? Your circle, your circle will determine your altitude. Your circle determine your influence uh, uh, because there now now this one number three can now become more weightier 
are weightier than the other two, which should have more weight, your family. But because of your association, because of who you decide that will be your, your group, your core group, because all of us got core groups. All of us got core groups. Uh, and how much you make your family part of that core group, that's you. But all of us have core groups that, that, that determines direction, that determines decision, that determines our priority, that determines who we are, that core group you have. And who's in that core, that's your decision. Now, if you lean on God to direct you, remember now, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And remember, the Bible says two cannot walk together except they be agreed. Two cannot walk together except they be agreed. Your core group is making you. Your core group is formed by you. You form your core group, not your parents, not society. You do that. You and I form our core group. That's going to determine who we are and what we become. Oh, yes. It's going to give direction to us more than anything else. All right? So, so that your associations is the influence that... And it has more influence at the older we get. It has more influence on you on, on the older we get. The, the more mature we get is the more our, 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 our associations, who, we, who influences us. And I can make you a promise. When you, get in, when you join yourself to a group or an organization or, 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 or a group of people, then you're going to be influenced by them or you're going to influence them. One or the other. There's no, there's no gray areas here now because you, 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 you're a part of an of a overall group, a system, and you systematically lend yourself to it over and over again. And the more you assimilate uh, with them, the more you become like them because your associations are determining your thinking, people of God. You, 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 as a man thinking from him in his heart, so is he, right? Two cannot walk together except to be agreed. Two cannot walk together he said to be agreed. And your core, your organizations, your associations is forming a core group. Be it the workplace, be it the community itself, be it family, be it your spiritual family, whoever it is, you have formed a core group that is shaping your decision. You, you, don't, you don't do this in a vacuum. You've got people in your core that's helping you do this. You have people that, that you are tied to. And, 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 and you heard, you've heard folks say you're guilty by association. Why is that? Why, why is that? You're guilt by association. Because you are tied to them. And if you're part of a group, be it a group of love, be it a group of hatred, be it a group of insensitivity, be it a group of, of racism or, or, or sexism, wherever it may be. If you are a part of that, then you are, if you are joined in an active member, you are, well, I don't believe that way, but you're a part of that. So that makes you associated with that. The philosophies, the groups, you, you, you are the, the, the tenets of that of that organization, the philosophy of it, the teaching of it. If you are part of that association, then that's what you are lending yourself to. It's influencing you. It is influencing you. So remember that. This is how we got here. You are where you are tonight, successfully so or unsuccessful, unsuccessful. You and I are where we are at this very moment. Because of these four spheres of influence, family, community, our personal associations, and our spiritual walk. That's how we got here. We, we, can't, we can't get around that. You and I cannot get around that fact that we, we it shaped our personality. It shaped our belief system. It shapes our behavior. Come on. It shapes our desires. 
it, it all these things are determined or shaped by these influences. Whoever you are hanging out with is going to influence you. Whoever you are surrounded with is going to influence you. The family that you are a part of is going to influence you. You can't get around it. I can't get around it. You can't get around it. This is how you, where you are. And your children, listen to me, and our, our, our children and the next generation, the danger of, of not having the proper, the danger of not having the proper association, the danger of not having the right communities around it, the danger of not having the, the right family teaching, it affects you for the rest of your life. Values are determined. Come on. And where the values are, that's where you're going to place your heart. That's where your, your, your finances are going to go. Your resources are going to follow your values. Your resources are going to follow your value. Your resources are going to follow your value. You're going to, it's going to follow your values wherever you are. You're going to get there based upon your influence. So I tell you, man, that's a nice, that's a nice neighborhood. You move there. Those are some good schools. We try to get our kids there. Man, that's a, that, that, that's, uh, that's a great family. We're trying to be like that family. We're trying to do what that family does because the family influences us. The community influences us and the association we form. That, that's all on us. Who you join to make yourself a part of. Who you commit to make yourself a part of. Relationships come from associations. Who you relate? Who your relationship with? Be, 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 be an intimate relationship or be it social relationship, whatever it may be. All those things are based upon and they're going to influence you. And that influence is going to carry you to the heights or bring you to low to low degrees. The higher you go, the more influence you're going to need. And, who, and, and whoever's influenced you now, watch it now, going to affect your life. It affects your life like you never can believe. So what are we doing? Who's influencing us? Who, who are the influencers? Family? Somebody in your family influences you, be it good, bad, or ugly. You learn from mom and dad, sisters and brothers, cousins and uncles and, and aunts and whoever it may be. You, we, we learn. We learn from the community we grew up in. And we, we played together in the streets. We, we helped each other out. There was family times. We did family outings. We did all those things within the community. And then who we join. Who we join. Who we join as, as a people. Who we join. Oh my. Who we became a part of. Those things that I'm talking about. Who, 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 who we made ourselves be to, to walk with. Because two cannot walk together except they agree. Two cannot walk together except they agree. Come on. And your associations are going to shape your outlook. What you think. How you think. Your altitude. Come on. Your belief system. Your personalities are all going to be shaped by your associations. They think it's all right. <clears throat> Remember now, you're joining that group. And this means you, you agree to these tenants to his beliefs, to his purpose, to his mission, all those things. So you see why it's so important that we, our associations come to go and influence us. That's how we got here today. And, and I, I don't care who your age is, whoever you join, you can become, folk going to associate you with that. They're going to associate you. Again, they, they call you guilt by association or guilty by association. Just because I'm a part of it, I don't believe it. Then why are you a part of it? If you don't believe in it, why are you a part of it? Why are you a part of it? Who influences us? Family? Basis. That's what you start out in. Community? Who you grew up around? The neighborhood you in? People? You know, all those things. The schools we attended. Organizations, those things we joined, we grew up. Because we're going to begin to take some of his teaching with us. Every person is influenced by these four areas. It's, it's, you, you can't get away. You can't get around that. And the last influence. 
the last influence that makes the biggest impact on your life is your decision to have a spiritual life or the lack thereof. What, does, what role does the Creator God play in, your, in our lives? And growing up in our families, more times than not, majority of us had a group in a, a home that was Bible-based, a Bible belief. There was a belief in, in, in God. We grew up in a home that believed in God. It's going to influence your life. And I know when we get older, we say, I don't believe in the Bible anymore. I don't believe in God. You got the right to believe what you want to believe. That's true. But it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. It really is. We grew up, as you know, our parents taught us we had to go to Sunday school, go to the uh, the, the youth meetings and summer camp about we're teaching in school, uh, all those vacation Bible schools, all those things we had to do growing up that we got away from now. Church attendance was not optional. It was required. Sunday school was not optional. It was a requirement, but it helped us. It shaped us. It gave us a biblical foundation. And so therefore, I'm influenced even to the day by the things I learned at my church when I was a little kid. Growing up, my mother taught us these things and went to church. And we didn't just do it at church. She made us do it at home. It influenced me. It influenced us. Train up a child in the way it should go. Get old. It will not depart. What would not depart? The teaching. The teaching part. <laughs> the teaching part. It will not, it will not depart. When, when, we, when, we, when we understand that the Bible says that if we... I guess if, it, if we don't train them, even the non-training become a part of them. When we don't require Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1, that we, we, we require the kids to obey and honor and respect parents, which is the first commandment with a promise, that God promised, listen to what God says, I promise you a long, good life if you do this, if you honor your parents, the teaching of your parents. That's why the parents, that's why it's so important parents, we got to teach what's right. Because the church is supposed to honor and respect what we teach. But what if we teach wrong? What if we teach ungodliness? And they didn't honor and respect that. Then they get up and do the same thing to their children. You see, you see the, the, the snowball effect that it has? If, if our spiritual life is weak or if that's like of, that is a teaching that the kids get. What influence does it have? And, and, and this is not old school. Spiritual life ain't old school. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he tells us uh, that you shall know the truth. Listen to what the word says. You shall know the truth, and that truth shall make you free. So you're only as free as the truth that you know. We'll say it again. We are only as free as the truth that we know. So try one more time. We are only as free as the truth that we know. And if we don't know truth, then we're not we're, we're, we're bound by the lack thereof of what we do know. And our spiritual life is not debatable. It's not optional. It, it affects so many things. What, 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 what is our faith? What is our faith level? We got away from that. We got away from the base. He hadn't moved. We moved. <laughs> you remember the story of Adam and Eve in the garden? You remember when, 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 when God said, of course, all the trees of God you can eat. But the tree that sits in the midst of the garden, you shall not eat thereof. For the day that you eat, you shall die. The day you eat thereof, you shall die. You shall surely die. That's what the word says, right? That's the teaching that God put in him. Here comes now the serpent. The serpent comes to tell Eve, did God tell y'all not to touch that tree? Eve, I mean, did God say that you can't eat? She said, we need a tree in the garden. We just can't touch the one in the midst. The tree of life, we can't touch that one lest we die. 
and my life will not be good and evil. We'll die. <clears throat> and the serpent says, you're not going to die, Eve. God know the day you eat, your eyes going to be open and you'll be like him. You're not going to die. Now, now, mind you, mind you, it's the obedience. It is the obedience that kept them upright. Oh, my. Oh, my. It is their obedience that kept them in favor. It is their obedience that kept them. It is their obedience to God's teaching that kept them in the favor of God. That says something, isn't it? So if I walk in disobedience, do I have the favor? God does not reward disobedience. Neither should we. Why, why would we, if our kids do just the opposite of what we say, they, then we reward them for that? No. No, ma'am. No, sir. You don't get rewarded for disobedience. God didn't reward for disobedience. So why should we do the same thing? Okay? So Adam and Eve now, Eve, when Eve heard that, she said, well, you know, and the, the, the word says she took the fruit and she ate it and she gave to her husband he did eat and their eyes came open. Here we go. Then they tried to hide from the presence of God because they saw themselves as naked. God comes into the garden. He said, Adam, where are you? And so we heard you coming. And we, we, were, we hid ourselves. God says, you hid yourself from me? Why? Did you eat of the tree I told you not to eat thereof? To not good and evil? And they suffer the consequences of disobedience. So when we don't have a, if we don't teach the consequences of disobedience, then it causes us to be removed from what was promised. Oh my goodness. Adam and Eve got removed from the garden because of disobedience. Not, not, not because they was hiding from God, but they were disobeyed him. And even that, they spared their lives. God said, I can't let you stay in the garden as this with a fallen state and eat the tree of life and live forever in that fallen state. No. God, God, even, God even called death to come. What death happened so that they could get back to the spiritual life. Oh, God is so awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because death is not an ending for the believers. Death is a beginning for us to get our new glorified bodies, right? So if we, if we don't have this spiritual life, they have no influence. We do what we want to do. If we, when there are no barriers, chaos ensues. When there is no boundaries, chaos ensues. If there was no limit to what we could do, do what you want to do when you want to do it. If there were no laws, anarchy would sit in. If there was no rights or wrong, who would tend to, what would be morality? Our spiritual life has to be more powerful now than anything else. In the beginning, it was our family, how they raised us, the, the, the community, the association with But our walk now, our spiritual lives, our spiritual lives got to be so important now because it shapes our future. Do unto others, the word says, do unto others as you would they do unto you. Do unto others as you would they do unto you. Do unto others as you would they do unto you. Help somebody. The tenets of, of, of our faith teaches us that. The Bible says again, he that give it to the poor, lend it to the Lord. He that give it to the poor, lend it to the Lord. That's what the word says. The word of God says that. Isn't that awesome? The Lord says, now these are believers. The Lord says, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was in prison, you visited me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. Lord, when did we see you that way? And he asked, he answered them, when you have done it, listen to this now, when you have done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it to me. God, we can teach this to everyone. The four spirits of the most important influence in your life, your family, the community you're in, neighborhoods, wherever you want to call it, your association, who you join, who you made yourself a part of, you do that. And thirdly, your, your decision to walk with God. The nation, the Bible tells us as a born-again believer, sinners, sinners, 
shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget their God. You think we got a problem here in America? You think we got a problem in the world? People forgetting God? Walked away from their God? He said, return to me and I'll return to you. That's what he says. He's not angry with us. He misses us. I believe that with all my heart. And so if, 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 if you don't know, you don't know how you are where you are today, you don't know how you got to that, that opinion you got, you don't know how you got to that, look at family, look at community, look at your associations, look at your spiritual world. I'm telling you, that's how you and I got here. You want to know how we got here? What family, how, how, how much of your family still influence you? How much of your community, your surrounding, your community, your, your, your neighborhood still influence you? How much does your association influence you? A whole lot. A whole lot. And then, what's your relationship with your God? What's your relationship with your God? Paul said, and I'll give you a finish. Paul said this. I beseech you, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. God has promised us long, good life for being obedient and being respectful. It don't get no better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. But when there's a lack thereof, look what happens. And we've forgotten. He tells us, if you forget me, this is what happens. He tells us the struggles we have. He tells us what would happen to us. But these four areas, my brothers and sisters, determines where we are and will determine our future. It's, and then, it, and then it, it affects how we do the next generation. And then that generation affects the next generation until, until Christ makes his return. Every generation is, infect, is, is affecting, yeah, or up, infected, affected, uh, and affected the next generation. Family, community, personal associations, groups, your, 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 your decision to have a, a spiritual life. Those four things are going to influence you. You can't get around it. It's going to determine what you believe. It's going to determine who you believe. It's going to determine how you believe it. It's going to determine your actions. It's going to determine your behavior. If, if, there's, if there's no morality, then we have no moral compass. But I'm telling you, all of these have to form and shape your moral compasses. All of us have moral compass that have been compasses that have been determined and developed by family, community, associations, and our spiritual world. These compasses that we have dictates our daily lives, our goings and our comings, our downsitting, our uprising. They're all influenced by the compass we have. And those compasses have been uh, developed based upon your family, based upon your community, which you're surrounded, based upon your associations, your groups, your, your, your associations, and your spiritual world. Those things develop your spiritual compass, or your compass, I'm sorry, your life compasses. That's what develop. That's how they develop. And this is how you and I got here tonight. This is how America got where it is. This is how your community, this is how your family, this is how your city, how your state all got here based upon that. All right? Hey, guys, that's about it for me tonight. I thank you for your time. I appreciate you. How we got here. Hey, if you haven't shared it, share this. I believe for me to hear this. Now, let's teach this. Take time. Write those down. Let's, let's, let's remind our families. Let's remind our community. Let's remind our association. Let's remind our brothers and sisters in Christ that these four things are what's shaping us today. How strong you are spiritually. What kind of association you have.
How are you involved in the community? How does community affect you? And then family. Those four things are shaping you and making you who you are today. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you for tonight. I'll be back next week with another session of how we got here. Until then, hey, be safe. If you've not been vaccinated, I encourage you to pray about doing so. If you're trying to get boosted, I pray you get that boost. Let's stamp out this demon called let's call this COVID. Let's stamp it out. In Jesus' name. Hey, until next week, be blessed. Talk to you next Monday. Have a great one. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.